0: Welcome back to the Free Rocky Nation. I'm your host, Amanda. Today, you're going to learn about something that has already been decided in court. Yet, as with most outstanding court orders, IDOC is in contempt again. With that, I bring you Dismantling the Level System. There are multiple laws explaining how inmates can earn sentence credits. Remember the law that we talked about last time, where inmates can automatically receive 180 or 365 days of good time? Shane Mitchell, inmate number K, as in kilo, 56377, should be on the list to receive 180 days of good time. Not only has the warden not submitted his name to the director, she is also prohibiting Shane from participating in programs at Illinois River. The programs would increase Shane's employability after prison and earn him sentencing credits. I'm going to read his letter from 18 September 2022. In the letter, Shane explains how he is being subjected to the illegal level system. The level system allowed institutions to impose harsher treatment on the inmates than was allowed under their respective security levels. For example, Illinois River Correctional Center utilizes the medium max system, wherein the institution is labeled as medium security, but the administration imposes maximum security conditions upon the inmates. This treatment is illegal. All institutions of the same security level have been court ordered to operate in the same manner with the same programs available, the same commissary schedule, the same number of day room hours and privileges. If anyone violates the rules, the individual is supposed to be punished, not the whole institution. Shane Mitchell is being subjected to how medium max prisons were run. He's being denied privileges and opportunities simply for being housed at Illinois River Correctional Center. When the inmates complain that Illinois River is violating the law and not operating like other medium security facilities, the warden just responds with, quote, put in for a transfer if you don't like it here, end quote. She makes no apology for being in contempt of court, nor for abusing her authority under the color of law. I'm going to read Shane's letter now. To whom I may concern. My name is Shane E. Mitchell, and my IDOC number is K5377. I am currently serving the end of a five year sentence for low level drug offenses. I am an inmate at Illinois River Correctional Center. I am a nonviolent offender who is eligible for good conduct credit for programming, going to school, or performing job duties. I've been here at Illinois River Correctional Center for going on four months. I have not yet taken the test of adult basic education to be able to get in school, even though I am 12 credit hours away from my associate's degree. I had a risk assessment that stated I was high risk only because it wasn't my first time in prison. The high risk result did not come from disciplinary issues while in prison or anything of that nature. I am on the waiting list to participate in several programs and earn good conduct credit, but Eleanor River does not offer its inmates these programs. There is a good time statute that says the director can grant nonviolent offenders six months of good time if you were sentenced to four years or less. I was denied this earned discretionary sentencing credit due to lack of programming but I have been on the program's wait list since June of 2022. I have yet to be placed in any programs. I have a mother-in-law that I was taking care of before I went to prison. I was working at Granger's Distribution Center in Manuka, Illinois. My case was caught in 2019. I didn't get to Illinois River Correctional Center until May of 2022, so for two years, I worked and took care of my family before taking the five-year sentence. I took the five years with the hope of getting one year earned discretionary sentence credit, which would have allowed me to be released to my job and family in October of 2022 instead of October of 2023. I told my job about this mishap and they allowed me to put in my two weeks notice to resign. I resigned so that I could go back to work there as a certified machine, powerful industrial equipment operator. I have a story to share with others of how you can change from a person in trouble to succeed in life. If Illinois River Correctional Center would have allowed me to participate in programs, I probably would have been given that six months or even one year of earned discretionary sentencing credit. I probably would have made it home in time to see my fifth grandchild be born. How can I be denied for earned discretionary sentencing credit for lack of programming when that lack of programming is not my fault? African Americans make up 80% of the prison population. What percentage do you think is granted any good time or is able to work in the prison industries? Here at Illinois River Correctional Center, the only inmates that are given jobs or admitted to programs are violent offenders with lengthy sentences. I have a year left on my sentence, and all I can do is sit in a cell 21 hours a day watching TV and listening to music on an iPod. Again, how can inmates, nonviolent inmates that are eligible for earned discretionary sentencing credits, be made to sit and do nothing to not do anything that would earn them these earned discretionary sentencing credits. The warden here at Illinois River Correctional Center refuses to submit inmates who are eligible to receive the director's earned discretionary sentencing credit. Maybe that credit could help a lot of them go home to their families, especially inmates like myself, who could be immediately released and still be employed when I get out. Thank you for reading my story. Yours truly, Shane E. Mitchell. <sighs> I have to wonder why Director Jeffries tolerates this. The court ruling that dismantled the level system happened in 2011. Pritzker appointed Jeffries as IDOC Director in 2019. Jeffries could only feign ignorance of this ruling for so long. The court case, Moorhead v. McGinnis et al., case number 86-2020, Central District of Illinois, decided that, quote, medium security, previously known as Level 2, Level 3, and Level 4 facilities. The following shall be designated as medium security facilities. Big Muddy, Centralia, Danville, Graham, Hill, Menard Medium Security Unit. Pinckneyville, Pontiac, Medium Security Unit, Shawnee, Sheridan, Western Illinois. Caveat, because Illinois River Correctional Center has one maximum security unit, Illinois River Correctional Center is designated as a multi-security facility. The maximum security inmates have their own housing known as Six House. Those inmates do not interact with the rest of the population. Getting back to Moorhead versus McGinnis, all mediums facilities are supposed to be run the same, but they are not being run the same. Twelve years after the court ruled that the level system was illegal, you can still find its practices at IDOC. Before the level system was put in place, all medium facilities ran the same way. Prisoners had the key to their cell doors. This privilege allowed inmates to secure their belongings any time that they had to leave the cell this extra security measure also prevented unwanted company in the cell. When outside the cell, all the inmates could work on their GEDs, enroll in programs, and earn sentence credits. Former IDOC director Donald Schneider designed and implemented the level system. He justified it by saying that it would reduce recidivism. Donald Schneider served as the IDOC director from 1999 to 2003. A research report from the Urban Institute found, "quote While almost half of the prisoners released during 2001, 48 percent were serving time in an Illinois correctional facility for the first time. The other half had previously been incarcerated there. Of those prisoners who had previously been incarcerated in Illinois, 24 percent had been incarcerated once before." and 14% had been incarcerated two times before the most recent incarceration. 13% of those prisoners released had been incarcerated three or more times. A 2001 to 2002 IDOC survey of parole violators supports these findings. On average, respondents reported having been on parole twice before and 30% reported having violated their parole previously. Because these data are based on returns to prison, however, they do not tell the entire story of a released prisoner's propensity to reoffend. The national recidivism rate at that time was 45.4%. I feel confident in saying that Donald Snyder's plan was not a success. Graham and Centralia, labeled as medium security facilities, currently allow their inmates to keep their keys to their cells. The inmates are out of the cells from 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. while they engage in various programs and activities offered. All inmates shop at the commissary once a week with no limit on the amount of food that they buy. They all have access to yard and gym daily. Other medium facilities have decided to ignore the court's ruling and reduce the out-of-cell time to three hours per day, in two 90-minute sessions. They also took all the cell door keys. Pinckneyville and Shawnee give their inmates even less time out of the cell and they offer less programs. Why do all five of these facilities, Pinckneyville, Shawnee, Illinois River Correctional Center, Graham, and Centralia call themselves medium security while operating so differently? Why is IDOC Still in contempt 12 years later, when you enter the IDOC system, it is a roll of the dice. Available bed space is all that determines where you land. All the earned discretionary sentencing credit laws, programs, and prison industry jobs offer hope, especially to inmates with lengthy sentences. Sometimes that hope is just dangled in front of the prisoner, just a few inches out of reach. Does this mental torment satisfy the Illinois Constitution? Section 11 of the Illinois Constitution says, quote, All penalties shall be determined both according to the seriousness of the offense and with the objective of restoring the offender to useful citizenship. Free Rocky Nation, what are we doing? All our tax dollars pour into the justice system, but the inmates do not see change. These men and women cannot be restored to citizenship if they don't stay in society long enough to exercise that citizenship. This is usually the time I call everyone to action. But my heart just hurts, though. My heart hurts for all the broken families with locked up loved ones. My heart hurts for all the inmates who are eligible for sentence credits and are holding on to the hope of getting them. My heart hurts for men and women realizing all the opportunities of which they are being robbed. The pound of flesh that we as a society demand. That weight eventually piles up on our shoulders. We, the free people, bear the weight. Subscribe to the Free Rocky Nation YouTube channel. Hit that notification bell so you stay up to date with our most recent videos. Listen to the Free Rocky Nation on Amazon Music, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Pandora, and Spotify. Follow us on Instagram. Email us with your questions, comments, or concerns at freerocky at freerockynation.org. We would love to share the story of your incarcerated loved one. Don't forget to visit our blog, freelarryrockyharrisx2.com. Like us on Facebook at LarryRockyHarris1959. Buy my dad's books on Amazon. You'll find titles such as Never Ending Nightmare, Chronicling His Sham Trial That Brought Him This 65-Year Sentence, 100 Filthy Raunchy Jailhouse Jokes, 100 More Filthy Raunchy Jailhouse Jokes, and The Prisoner's Guide to Filing a Winning Grievance. Like what you're hearing on the Free Rocky Nation? Support us by visiting our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Nation. Monthly subscribers get free Rocky Nation merch.